0: Luke, chapter 22, verse 39. And Jesus came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed, saying, father if you are willing remove this cup from me nevertheless not my will but yours be done and there appeared to him an angel from heaven strengthening him and being in an agony he prayed more earnestly and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground And when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, why are you sleeping? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation.
1: Good morning, everyone. I met up with someone the other day who was facing a big exam the next day. Uh, and you could tell they had that sick feeling in your, their stomach, uh, maybe you've had it yourself where you, uh, your stomach's in a twist, uh, maybe you're waking up in cold sweats in the night, um, uh, you, you feel a bit sick because of the intensity of something that you are facing. Uh, it might be an exam or a review at work uh, or maybe a, an operation the next day or maybe it's some bad news that you've had. How do you React in those uh, intense, often painful situations. Uh, maybe you need to talk to someone. Uh, maybe you're the sort of person who hides yourself away. Uh, or maybe you're the person who turns to the Haribo and chocolate. How do you respond? Those moments are hugely personal, aren't they? And yet, today, in our next passage from Luke's Gospel, we have the incredible privilege of joining Jesus at the most intense time of his life on earth. These verses take us into Jesus's heart as never before. Uh, And as one commentator uh, puts it, they demand of us a profound reverence, almost a reticence uh, in case we get it wrong. Uh, So let's pray before we go any further. Father God, we pray that we would not approach these verses flippantly this morning, uh, but rather with reverence and wonder. Uh, As we look at them, we pray that you would teach us what it looks like to trust you in the painful times in our own lives. Uh, We pray particularly for those watching who are experiencing painful times right now. We ask that you encourage them today and we pray for all of us that we might treasure Jesus all the more as we look at your word this morning. Amen. Well, if you were watching a couple of weeks ago, you'll remember that Ken did his best Ready Steady Cook act and gave us a visual representation of the Passover meal that Jesus and his disciples shared together. We saw Jesus initiate the Lord's Supper saying, do this in remembrance of me. Uh, And one thing that was crystal clear there was that Jesus knew exactly where he was headed. He knew that the time had come for him to suffer at the cross. Uh, But even at that difficult time, uh, after all that Jesus had said during the meal, the disciples seemed pretty Oblivious to what he is facing, don't they? Uh, in fact, we saw that straight after the meal, the disciples are so focused on themselves uh, that they're even having a dispute about who is gonna be the greatest among them. Uh, and Jesus has to say to them, come on guys, uh, I am among you as the one who serves and you are to follow my example. And so, Jesus must have felt very alone, humanly speaking, uh, as the meal finishes and he heads off with the disciples to the Mount of Olives, uh, where he often went to pray. He must have had a a great weight on his shoulders knowing what was to come. And yet, uh, wait a minute, let's not forget that this is Jesus here. Uh, Let's not forget all that has already happened in Luke's Gospel. Uh, surely Jesus can, can handle it. I mean, uh, this is the guy who, who didn't seem to blink an eyelid uh, when he's challenged by the devil or when he's approached by a demon, demon-possessed man. Uh, this is Jesus who uh, was so relaxed in the face of a life-threatening storm that he's able to sleep in the back of the boat uh, and calm the storm with a word. Uh, This is Jesus who we've seen heal people uh, and who can even raise people from the dead. Uh, He's in complete control. Uh, He seems totally unflappable and fearless. Uh, But here's here's the shocking thing that Jesus prays at the Mount of Olives. Verse 42, Jesus says, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven strengthening him. Uh, And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. Jesus has faced up to so many challenges before, hasn't he? Uh, With total composure. And yet this one is clearly a completely different scale. We read that Jesus is in agony. Uh, he's so distressed that he's sweating as if blood is falling to the ground. And do you get the, the shock of this? Uh, why is there such fear after all that has gone before? There are others throughout history uh, who seem to have managed to, to die bravely, uh, at least in terms of outward appearances. Uh, the story is told of Joachim Murat, who was king of Naples under Napoleon, uh, who was executed by his captors. uh, And he was uh, lined up in front of a firing squad. Uh, He was offered a a chair, but he said, no, I'd I'd rather stand. Uh, He was offered a a blindfold, uh, but he said, no, I I want to be able to see. And he even said, uh, asked for, as his last request, that he himself could give the commands to the men. Uh, and so with a little smile, uh, he said, aim at the heart, save the face. Uh, and after a last look at a picture of his wife, uh, he said the, the final command, fire. Cool as a cucumber, uh, or at least seemingly so. Such apparent fearlessness. So, so why is Jesus in such distress it's because he knew that at the cross he would take on himself the sin of the whole world uh, even though he himself knew no sin and that in his death he would face the full wrath of God for that sin Uh, he would face spiritual abandonment as he took responsibility for those sins Uh, he would cry out my god my god why have you forsaken me we struggle to grasp fully what happened at the cross don't we but as we see jesus jesus's emotions here uh, after his fearlessness previously uh, maybe we can grasp uh, a little bit more uh, of what he went through Uh, and as we look into his heart Uh, At this point, we can learn from how he responds to that agony. Uh, And the first thing that we see is that he comes before the Father in prayer. Uh, Prayer is always the place to begin. I wonder what your first response is to those stomach-churning situations. Uh, Is it to pray? Uh, And how do we pray in those situations anyway? Well, let's have a look at how Jesus prays. We read that he withdrew and knelt down and prayed. Uh, And the first thing he prays is, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. We see elsewhere in the Bible that uh, the cup is a cup of wrath and suffering. uh, And it's what Jesus is going to face on the cross. And the, the amazing thing we see first, uh, is that Jesus prays openly and honestly to the Father. Uh, he says, uh, this is how I'm feeling. Uh, if there's any other way, uh, please take this from me. And we, we too can be honest with God. Uh, I wonder if you've ever prayed like that yourself. Uh, Father, uh, please take this from me or, or please take that from someone else, Uh, please take this illness away or or this work situation. You see, it's okay to to be honest with God, uh, to tell him all your anger, uh, all your frustration, uh, all your pain. Like a good father with a child, he wants us to come to him uh, and pour out our hearts uh, and be honest with him. Psalm 55 says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. Uh, The psalm we read earlier in the service says, trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. So if you're carrying a burden at the moment. Uh, Bring it to the Lord. Pour out your heart to him. Uh, Don't run away from him. Run to him. So the first thing we see is that we can pray openly and honestly with our Father God. Uh, And here's what Jesus prays next. He says, Father, if you are willing, uh, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done." Uh, We see that Jesus prays trusting God and submitting to his will. Whilst Jesus is honest, the heart of his prayer shows an amazing commitment to follow the Father's will, uh, even if it means death on the cross. Uh, Jesus is saying, uh, if this is necessary, it's necessary. Uh, But if there's another way, let's go with that. He makes known the desires of his heart to God, but his primary concern is to accomplish God's will. And uh, we see that his choice to go to the cross is incredibly difficult, and it's an act of supreme service and sacrifice. I heard a, an amazing interview on the radio the other day with a man called Pete Goss who who sailed single-handedly around the world in the Vendee Globe race. Uh, And the biggest challenge of the race was when a storm with hurricane force winds came over on the Indian Ocean. And he said that he was uh, incredibly relieved uh, to make it through the storm uh, and out the other side and, and feel safe. But almost immediately at that moment, He received a a mayday call uh, from another competitor whose boat was sinking. And uh, Goss wasn't able to communicate uh, with him anymore. Uh, He didn't even know the guy, uh, but he realized that he was the only boat that was close enough to help. And at that moment, he had to make a choice. Uh, Would he turn back and sail back into that storm? Uh, with great risk, uh, but uh, with the potential to save this guy's life, uh, or would he just continue in safety? And he turned back, uh, and two days later, he uh, pulled Frenchman Raphael Dinelli uh, out of the water to safety, into his boat, uh, and he saved his life. And even though they didn't know each other at that point, uh, and they didn't even speak the same language for the rest of the voyage, Pete went on to, uh, to be uh, that man's best man at his wedding and a great friendship and trust built up between them. Jesus made a choice to rescue us uh, when we had no hope of a rescue apart from him. Uh, Jesus could calm a hurricane-force storm with a, with a word. That wouldn't have worried him at all. Uh, but as he Faced the storm of the cross, it made him sweat with anguish. It didn't mean possible death, it meant certain death. It meant taking the weight of the sin of the world on himself. And yet he chose to walk that path for us. And that means that we can trust him. Even more than Raphael Dinelli can trust Pete Goss, Uh, We can trust him as our closest friend who wants the best for us and who has given his life for us. We can trust him with those burdens that we talked about earlier. All those situations where we want to come before God and say, "Uh, take this from me. Uh, All those situations where we want to say, why God? Why? I wonder what those situations are for you. Uh, maybe it's an illness or mental illness uh, that won't go away. I've been praying for someone in my family uh, every week for 20 years, uh, and it's hard to see any progress. Uh, and that's, that's really hard. Maybe there's something uh, or someone for you Uh, you've been praying for them for a long long time Uh, maybe you want your spouse or or your children to come to know jesus Uh, maybe you want to get married Uh, or you want to have kids Uh, or you want someone to get better what is it for you as we look at what god did for us we can put all those situations into his hands and trust him. Uh, We can hold them out, uh, even if it's with tears in our eyes, uh, and say, your will be done. And if you're finding that hard, uh, and it is hard, uh, let me encourage you, whatever else you do, uh, trust God uh, and trust his love, uh, his compassion, uh, his power and goodness. Uh, that we see at the cross. Uh, Be honest with him. Uh, And it might also be helpful to find some trustworthy friends who uh, you can ask to pray for you uh, in those situations. Sometimes God will take away those painful situations, uh, but sometimes he has a different plan which we might only understand fully, uh, the other side of heaven. In this passage, we see that as, as Jesus prays, the Father listens, uh, not by delivering him from death, but by giving Jesus strength as he goes through rejection and um, by vindicating him after his death, uh, by raising him from the dead and him, seating him at the right hand of the Father. God sustains Jesus through trials and he promises to sustain us too. Paul writes in his letter to the Philippians uh, that when we bring our anxious request to God, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Jesus himself says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, many have found that to be true. So let me encourage you to bring those burdens to him. Prayer is powerful. Uh, Prayer is always the best starting point. Uh, And Jesus emphasizes that once again at the end of this passage, as the attention turns to the disciples. Before Jesus goes off to pray, uh, he asks the disciples to be praying. Uh, He says, pray that you won't fall into temptation. Uh, They are uh, about to face a great trial too, aren't they? Their friends, their teacher, uh, the one they had pinned their hopes on, is going to be killed. And Jesus has warned them that Satan wants to sift them like wheat. He's warned Peter that he is going to deny him. And so Jesus encourages them to pray. Uh, He knows that it is the greatest weapon that they have. And yet we read in verse 45, when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, why are you sleeping? Arise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Just before this, the disciples have shown eagerness to fight for Jesus. They've even found some swords. But Jesus in his wisdom encourages them to pray because it's prayer that is going to protect them from unfaithfulness. It's prayer that will help them to persevere through what is to come. It's prayer that expresses a need for God and a desire to rest in his care. And Jesus knows that is what the disciples most need in these difficult moments. And that's what we need too. So are they gonna listen? Are they gonna back Jesus at this time of his greatest need? Are they gonna be diligent in prayer for this situation and for him? Sadly, not. They don't listen, do they? They fall into temptation. They deny Jesus. They let him down. And we so easily do the same, don't we? Uh, We're so easily faithless. At the times when we're called to stand up for Jesus or or speak out, we so often don't. Or at the difficult times, at the times when we're most able to demonstrate that we do trust God, uh, we're faithless. And yet even at this time of being Let down by his friends, Jesus chooses to listen to the Father's will and he walks the path towards the cross. At the Mount of Olives, the Father listens to his perfect son's pleading, and if there had been any other way, he would have done it. But this passage, possibly more than any other passage, shows us that there was no other way Uh, it was the only way for the sin of the disciples to be forgiven it was the only way for our sin to be forgiven it was the only way for our relationship with god to be restored so that we can call him our father and pray to him so as we finish Uh, Let's be thankful for Jesus and what he went through uh, for us. Let's be a church family who pray with thankfulness. Let's never forget that this was the only way that we can be certain of a future where there will be an end to all those painful things that we want to hold before God in prayer. Uh, We struggle to understand them, don't we? Uh, these painful things that we face, but we see here that we can trust God, and we're to come before him as his children and pray with honesty, with trust and with thankfulness. So let me uh, encourage you to pray now uh, let's hold out those things on our hearts uh, to God in prayer in a time of silence. Uh, Let's pray. Amen.